Each and every decision you've made in your life has had an impact, shaped you into the person you are today. But what if I told you that there exists a universe for each of those choices, where things turned out differently? This may be a mere theory in our world, but within the realms of comic books, science fiction, or fantasy, it is a reality that holds infinite wonders and horrors. Either way, they make for some good storytelling. So come with us as we talk about the events occurring now and in the future. Let us discuss the state of the multiverse. Welcome everybody to the first ever episode of the State of the Multiverse podcast with me, your host, Reese. And this is just going to be the introduction part for everybody that's new, which should be it, you know, most people because we're only just starting up. But uh, yeah, so we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff related to comic books, Marvel and DC predominantly, but uh, if anything interesting is happening with other public publications, whether that you guys like or that you know I hear about, we can talk about that, um, but it's probably just going to be Marvel and DC for the first while. But um, yes, we're also going to be talking about stuff related to sci- in the science fiction genre and fantasy and anything that we really find interesting in those three genres and see where we go from there but um yeah so you can find us generally anywhere you listen to podcasts which is where either on well that that i know about you have podcast player or anchor or you know stuff like that but we do have an instagram page which is at state of the multiverse and uh, like so you got us on instagram you got us on youtube for now i would say if you guys want to get in contact with the this podcast and me I'd say direct messaging through uh through Instagram because that'd be the easiest right now. Just figured I'd let you guys know from the start. But um yeah, so if you guys have any questions for me or if again if for when I have guests on here, if you want us a, a t- specific topic to discuss, go ahead, direct message me or you know just like send anything you guys got or you got any fan mail when we get to that stage. Um yeah, so that will generally be what we're gonna co- or we're gonna cover uh, in this podcast, but uh, yeah, let's get on to the actual good stuff. You know what the actual news and the theories and what you guys came here for. I hope so. So starting off with news from Marvel and DC. I mean, admittedly, this is a first one that is probably a bit of a downer. But Alan Moore has retired. You know, once again, I was I was informed he's been retired before. But he's retired from writing comic books and graphic novels. But, uh, yeah, he's going to pursue other things. Obviously, he's not just going to stop his entire life now that he's not <laughs> writing comic books. But, yeah, all the best to him and his future you know, endeavors. But uh, we'll have to wait and see if he's permanently uh, retired this time. Um, he'll probably lay low for a while and then come back with something amazing or controversial or both. You know, he, he, he likes to blend the two. Uh, in other news, we got uh, we got Doom Patrol is getting a second season. I personally loved the first season. I I binge watched a lot of it. Um, yeah, and I I was really hoping they'd do a second season. And then after a while, they like they made they really made his way for it. But they announced it and we're getting a second season. Luckily, uh, but the next season of the DC streaming service animated uh, DC streaming service shows would be Titans Season 2, which the trailer for that came out recently, but we will discuss trailers later. Um, 
yeah, aside from that, we have Lucifer Season 5 on Netflix. Um, I really enjoyed Season 4. I thought it was the best it's been in a few in a good few years. I mean, they trimmed it down to 10 episodes, which was really good, because you didn't have as many filler episodes. Really none in Season 4, but we're, we're Season 5 is getting 16, an additional 6 episodes. So hopefully that doesn't mean we're getting filler episodes. I mean, if, if they are filler, hopefully it doesn't feel like it, you know, but... We will have to wait and see. But this is the final season of Lucifer, which I'm a little bit saddened by, admittedly, but at the same time, it's not a completely faithful adaptation to, you know, the the original graphic novel series, but at the same time, it's, it's amassed a massive following, especially outside of the US, you know, like it seems like it's popular in the US as well, but outside the US, a lot of people have liked it, myself included. So while I'm saddened that it's going to end, I do think... It's probably run its course, especially if you've seen the se- the fourth season. You know they're getting towards the end game, um, but hopefully, the uh, the show ends on a pretty good note and doesn't leave anybody disappointed. You know, like any other shows that ended recently. But um, yeah, and speaking of Netflix, the Sandman is uh, not the Spider Man villain, but Neil Gaiman's seminal run with a character he developed called the called Morpheus also known as the Sandman I have read two of these books and I'm very excited already to see that it is getting a Netflix adaptation which should be really good if they stick faithfully to it and it's apparently going to be one of if not the most expensive things Netflix has ever made and how they're going to pay all that money back I have no idea but that's besides the point as long as we get our good comic book content am I right yes um, I would really like for that to kind of spin out of Lucifer in a way, maybe to kind of you know emphasize more of the fact that Lucifer is the devil, and you know get into that, uh, the more metaphysical aspects of it. You know the um, the fact that he rules hell, or spoilers by the end of season four, he's back in hell, and I believe in the Sandman comic book series or in Lucifer, one or the other. I think it's Sandman though. Lucifer Morningstar actually gives Morpheus the keys to hell which I find hilarious and I would love for that to actually happen like have like maybe in the first episode or maybe just a small cameo and he just kind of hands him the keys and just walks out like that would be hilarious um if you guys like the CW Arrowverse as it's called I'm personally a fan of it for the most part I love Arrow I love the Flash Love Legends of Tomorrow. Supergirl, I've kind of fallen off with. I, have, I didn't watch as much of season four. But uh, I'll, I'll get back to it before Crisis on Infinite Earths, the big crossover that we're getting. But Crisis has been getting a lot of attention, obviously. Um, with numerous actors and characters being confirmed to show up. Um, I can't think of the actor's name off the top of my head right now. But the guy that's been playing the Monitor since the... Uh, Elseworlds crossover of last year has a, has made a few appearances on all the various shows but he will also be playing the Anti-Monitor the f- infamous villain from the Christ on Infinite Earths comic book and I am looking forward to that, I've seen the concept art that, that was released and uh, it, it's way more accurate than Apocalypse was and X-Men Apocalypse so yeah, at least, at least they're sticking with that but uh, yeah, so we're getting the anti-monitor, obviously, but they also are after coming out and saying that Black Lightning will be on the show, 
or on in the crossover. I have I I kind of gave up on Black Lightning in season one. Um, I found episodes one and three to be the most interesting. The rest I kind of I wasn't really into it. Um, but it, you know, not everything is for everybody. If you love those shows, or if you love Black Lightning and all that, you know, you you go for it. You know, but um, yeah, same with Batwoman. I mean, that hasn't even come out yet, but there's so much talk about that. I mean, I'll I'll watch it when it comes out, get my own opinion then, but we'll have to just wait and see. Uh, Tom Cavanaugh, who plays the various incarnations of Harrison Wells on the CW Flash show, will be playing a character called Pariah, who I think was in the original book. I haven't read it yet. I will pick it up soon, hopefully. But uh, he's played several versions of Harrison Wells, and he'll also be playing Pariah. Um, I think also he's playing a character called Ozzy Wells um, in this season of The Flash that's coming, but we'll have to see. I think I heard somewhere he has a robotic arm and is very Indiana Jones in the way he dresses, so that should be fun. Um, Some of the other things that are going to be happening in Crisis on Infinite Earths is Linda Carter, the original Wonder Woman, will reprise her her role as the Amazon, hopefully, or play a different character, but I I I think she'll play Wonder Woman, hopefully. Um, she's actually been playing the president on Supergirl for the most part. Um, yeah, I think I, f- I forget what actually happened with her character, but uh, yeah, I think she, you know, I mean, she was an alien, but we 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 knew that. Um, the original Robin from the nineteen sixty six Batman series with Adam West, played by Burt Ward. So Burt Ward, he's going to be coming back, but his character is a mystery. I would, I would find it very funny if he played Robin like at the age he is now that would be very interesting um something that's very exciting i think is tom welling and michael rosenbaum who play superman and lex Luthor respectively or played them on smallville are coming back i love both of these guys tom welling was really good in uh, lucifer when he was on that as well uh michael rosenbaum i'm a huge fan of i think he was amazing as the flash in the various times he did the voice of that character and I also love his podcast, Inside of You, with Michael Rosenbaum. I recommend you guys check that one out. Um, they are going to be coming back to play them characters. So we're getting Smallville, Clark, and uh, and Lex Luthor, hopefully. I mean, that's exciting. You know, we had, I think it was seven seven years of that Lex Luthor, and then the ten years, or yeah, around ten years of that Superman on TV. I mean, they paved the way for the Arrowverse and superheroes on TV, so you got to be grateful for that. Um, Brandon Routh, who plays um, the Adam Ray Palmer, on who started on Arrow, but he's been on Legends of Tomorrow for the the run of that show. He is coming back to play Kingdom Come Superman. That is amazing. I mean, he he revealed it at uh, Comic Con. He he opened up his uh his 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 over shirt or whatever like his final shirt, and there was the Kingdom Come Superman logo. Everyone went understood understandably crazy but uh yeah i have read kingdom come by mark wade and illustrated by alex ross uh it is fantastic i i i, I read it on a plane uh, on a plane ride that was taking a while I, I read that and aquaman rebirth volume one both great books but obviously kingdom come will be the more recognizable of the two i really can't wait to see what that version of superman is going to look like on tv um I didn't dislike Brendan Routh as Superman. I was very young at the time when it came out, but you know the movie was quite flawed as a whole. But I thought his his performance was okay. Um, and perhaps the 
biggest, okay, not perhaps, straight away, the biggest confirmation we have had is Kevin Conroy, Batman, is coming on to Crisis on Infinite Earths as old Bruce Wayne. That is mind-blowing. <laughs> he is going to be playing old Bruce Wayne, and I just I can't wait to see how they're going to get into this, because is he going to be the Bruce Wayne of the universe of uh, Green Arrow and The Flash? Because that uh, you know he's meant to be the cousin of Kate Kane, who's Batwoman. I, I figured they'd be closer in age than that, but uh, maybe it's from the future or an alternate timeline. I mean, Ian Glenn from Game of Thrones is playing the old Bruce Wayne on Titan season two, so maybe they, uh, they'll address that. I don't know. Um, it, they uh, the rumors surrounding Crisis on Infinite Earths are that Mark Hamill may appear as his version of the Joker. And if you know Kevin Conroy, you know Mark Hamill is his Joker to his Batman. He, um, let's hope that's true. They haven't confirmed it yet, though. And uh, I think it was Mark Guggenheim um, said that Helen Slater, he'd be interested in her returning as Supergirl on Crisis on Infinite Earth. She played Supergirl in a 1970s movie. Uh, I watched it when I was very young. I don't remember very much about it. Most people don't like it, but... You know, some people have just different tastes. I mean, I, I, maybe I'll go back and rewatch it to see. But, um, yeah, she's been playing Supergirl's uh, adoptive mother. Um, and uh, she did a, a pretty good job, from what I remember. You know, she wasn't in it very much. But when she showed up, she was in good episodes. Um, speaking of Supergirl, uh, Melissa Benoist's Supergirl is apparently lined up to appear in an episode of Batwoman when it airs. And uh, Stargirl, uh, the DC series, will apparently feature Jay Garrick in an episode, the original Flash. I don't know whether that's going to be John Wesley Shipp's version of Jay Garrick, or uh, possibly a recast, or for because it's a different universe, I'd say. But we'll have to wait and see. And one rumor from Marvel that we've got is that Jackie Chan is being looked at to play Shang-Chi's father in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I think that could be pretty good, get someone, you know, get more people that have martial arts experience, because I'm sure he's going to be, if they're getting Jackie Chan, it means they're, the, the dad is going to be in some fight scenes. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's some pretty interesting stuff right there, I think, and hopefully everything that I just mentioned works out for the best. But, um, yeah, on to some more Netflix uh, updates. Mahershala Ali was announced to be playing Blade at Comic-Con. And I think that's a great choice for casting. And even Wesley Snipes, who played Blade originally, has come out in support of it. But um, people ha people have been wor wondering about the Marvel Netflix series, like Daredevil and Jessica Jones and The Punisher and all those, since the cancellations be began. And people think that Mahershala Ali being cast as Blade has completely severed that connection to the Netflix series. And this is because Mahershala Ali played Cottonmouth in Luke Cage Season 1. And that if he played a character in that, he can't play such a big character as Blade. I mean, on, on one hand, that seemed, that, like, that that does make sense. But as someone who loves the Marvel Netflix series, and, and I'm sure you guys do as well, I would hope that they're still going to you know bring those characters in because I think it's next year that contract is up and they can finally start, you know, officially talking about what they're going to do with them. And as... I mean, as long as they don't recast, I, I'm happy. 
I mean, you know, Disney Plus is an opportunity for some of them, like Daredevil to come back and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, there's there's another way that Daredevil could be introduced, which I will get to later. But uh, and The Witcher with uh, Henry Cavill, um, who may or may not still be Superman. We're not sure. Uh, apparently, he is still open to returning as Superman, but he's just waiting on his invitation from Warner Brothers. I personally do like his version of Superman. I think by the end of Justice League, he was the most like the traditional version of the character that we've seen. Man of Steel and Batman Superman, I understand that people don't like them or that version or of the character. And I agree for the Batman Superman, definitely he was a bit too, you know, it was it was very Batman heavy, that movie, uh, which obviously they wanted to introduce that particular version of Batman, but they kind of, you know, left out Clark he had like what forty something lines in a movie that had his name in it, but uh, yeah, he uh, he seems like he's gonna be a good Geralt in uh, The Witcher, and uh, I, I was very pleased to see that it's a lot of practical effects, and uh, not so much CGI. Obviously, CGI has to be used for some parts of, it, but even like his eyes, they're contact lenses and they're not CGI. But um, yeah, the. Uh, the Witcher looks good. I'm very excited for it. I have played a bit of The Witcher 3, but admittedly I wasn't very good at it, so I got rid of my progress and I will restart that game. I will commit to it one of these days. Um, well, probably one of these months, because that is a very big game. Um, but yeah, I'm happy with all the castings in there. Um, they, it looks really interesting. The production looks fantastic. I've heard people say it's either going to be a burning wreck or it's going to be bigger than Game of Thrones, so no pressure there, Henry and everyone involved. Um, I'd like to give a little uh, mention to two pages on Instagram. One is my own, admittedly, because you know you, you got to promote yourself a little bit. It is at Reese O'Connor Images. That is my name, Reese O'Connor. Um, yeah, I just that's my art page. Uh, I've been meaning to get more active on there again. I haven't put up as much stuff recently, but I uh, I I draw mainly portraits and characters and stuff but either it's either celebrities or characters like I don't really do celebrities as much anymore but I draw a lot of comic book stuff um yeah so if you guys want to check that out you know possibly give me a follow and uh, that'd be great just to you know have a bit more of a following and give me a reason to push myself again <laughs> no, no no pressure guys only if you guys want to um and then another page is a person I've been following for a few years on Instagram, and they are at Snotty Snot. And yes, it is spelled how it sounds, S-N-O-T-T-Y-S-N-O-T. -T -T -S um, she is a Spanish artist who I've, I've talked to a few times, and she's, she's very nice. Um, but uh, her art is incredible, I think. She does this really cool style where it looks kind of scratchy, but there's a lot of detail in it. It's with pen. And she's done a lot of celebrities and comic book characters. Um, some of them that I remember were, that were really cool is uh, Captain America. She did from Infinity War. She's done Hellboy, Hopper from Stranger Things, if you like that. Uh, Peter B. Parker from Into the Spider-Verse. Go, go check her out. Give her a follow. Um, yeah. I mean, that's that, that'll do it for the, the mentions anyway. Uh, the the movie release info that we got from Marvel is way more extensive than DC, obviously. But um, 
for Black Widow is the, the first movie we're getting, which will be in May of 2020. Uh, that that should be good. Um, I, Scarlett Johansson has described the movie as having a genre of its own, which I think is really interesting. The uh, the cast is phenomenal. I think I, I can't remember the guy's name. The place that's gonna play Taskmaster, or we think is playing Taskmaster. Um, but aside from that, I do know the cast. It's obviously Scarlett Johansson as Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow, um, Florence Pugh. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce her name. She's a very good actress. Uh, she's playing. I, I can't remember the name of the character, but it's another person from the Red Room. Uh, she's a, like a Black Widow sister type figure. Rachel Weisz is playing, uh, again, I'm not too familiar with Black Widow's world or her characters, but you know it's all going back to the Red Room that we saw in Age of Ultron where she got trained and things like that. And then David Harbour, Hopper from Stranger Things, he is playing Alexi. And if you've seen Stranger Things Season 3, you know how funny that name choice is. But that is Red Guardian, the Russian counterpart to Steve Rogers. That should be, that should be really fun to see. Wonder how they're gonna pull that off. Um, the next one is Eternals, which I think is a really cool casting choice. Um, I mean, in the lead you have Richard Madden um, as Icarus. Uh, aside from that, you have Angelina Jolie as Thena. Um, I mean, Selma Hayek is also going to be in the movie, and I think that's a, that they they changed the gender of that character. But um, I'm not too familiar with the Eternals. I know Neil Gaiman wrote it, so that means I'll probably read it eventually. But uh, yes, yeah, so we got Richard Madden as Icarus, as I said, Angelina Jolie as Thena, uh, Selma Hayek as Ajax. That's who it is. Brian Tyree Henry is Fastus, and you may know that guy from the various sort of things he's done, but most recently. Into the Spider Verse, he was Miles Morales's father. Um, we're getting Leah McHugh as Sprite, um, Lauren Ridloff as Macquarie, and she, uh, I think she's a deaf actress. Um, she was in the, she is in the Walking Dead, and she plays a deaf character in that. And I remember watching the Comic Con interview, and they were saying about her playing a deaf character. So um, yeah, that should be really interesting to see on screen. Um, Ma Dong Siok, I think that's how you pronounce it, the Forgotten One. Um, I think his name is Gilgamesh. Um, I remember them talking about that, and then Kamal, Kamal Nanjiani. That's <laughs> I messed up his name the first time. Um, it doesn't list the character he's playing, but um, I'm very interested to see who that will be. The concept art has been released focuses a lot on the Celestials, which we've seen once or twice in the uh, the MCU, and that should be. Very cool to see. I personally love the uh, the Celestials um, as a concept. I mean, I, I read Jason Aaron's, or I've been reading Jason Aaron's Avengers run, and in the first book they deal tremendously with the Celestials and the Dark Celestials and how that resulted in mankind and things like that. They, um, uh, yeah, I mean, if they follow anything like that, from what I've heard, it should be good. I mean, it, obviously there's... Jack Kirby's Celestials as well, which I've been informed of. Um, oh, and Ray Winston's going to be in Black Widow. I completely forgot about that. Um, after Eternals, we've got Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, the one I am most excited for. I'm a big Doctor Strange fan. I've read uh, Doctor Strange The Oath, which was my first Doctor Strange comic. Um... I actually recently got to meet the artist of Doctor Strange, The Oath. 
it was written by Brian K. Vaughan and his friend Marcos Martin, a Spanish artist, did the uh, the art for that book. I got to meet him recently at uh, Forbidden Planet uh, in Dublin, and he was very nice. He he actually drew me uh, Doctor Strange, and made a, a, a funny personalized note after I told him that uh, I got on the bus at the wrong time and it took me over two hours to get home, but I read Doctor Strange the oath the entire time. So uh, that was funny. Uh, he was a very nice guy. Um, answered all my questions as well, which was always very appreciated when you're going to meet somebody. Um, but Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So this will feature Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch. She's coming back. She's going to be in more movies now. And this will tie into her one uh, division. Not to push on the name, but horror and Vision are going to be in a series together which should be very good, and that's going to tie directly into Doctor Strange 2, which I'm very excited about. So it's a team-up movie. We're gonna, and it's, They're calling it Marvel's first horror movie, which it's going to be PG-13, so it's not going to be all-out horror, but let's see what they can do. You know, same director as the first movie. I've got confidence in it. Um, I mean, the other series we've got is Hawkeye, where it's going to cover his time as Ronan, apparently, and he's training Kate Bishop to be the next Hawkeye in the potential... Young Avengers project coming down the line, hopefully. Um, I'm excited for that. You got Loki, obviously, which is the one everyone's really excited for, uh, which will cover the alternate timeline Loki that uh, escapes during Endgame. Uh, the first series we're getting, actually, I forgot to mention, was uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which will cover those two characters, but also him, Falcon, progressing into the new Captain America. Um, and they're going up against Zemo with his comic accurate mask which is really exciting and um the from what i've heard it'll also cover how the government apparently does not want sam wilson to be the new captain america um hopefully that doesn't cause too many fights between fans because i think people get a little bit too close with their politics and their movies that's just my thing but um you know, I mean, take the movie or the or the uh, the show for what it is. Enjoy it if you want. If you don't like it, you don't like it. But uh, yeah, I mean, what else do we got? We got Thor four, Love and Thunder. It's a funny name. I mean, they went for the kind of He Man, um, Master of the of the Universe font for that. Taika Waititi returning to direct. Very happy about that. Chris Hemsworth. Hopefully, he's still kind of fat Thor because I like that. You know, I am. Um, I, 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 he looked the most like a Norse god than he ever has by the end of Endgame with Stormbreaker in one hand and Mjolnir in the other and um, yeah I mean that's going to be fun I mean we're going to have Valkyrie uh, and you know something people weren't really expecting is Natalie Portman is returning as Jane Foster as the mighty Thor she will be known as just like in the comics I've been reading Jason Aaron's Thor run and I'm getting close to where she comes into it and some people are fans of that storyline, some people aren't, as long as it's done in a way that, you know, is good in the movie, that, that I personally enjoy, I, I, I won't mind. Um, people are wondering whether it's an alternate universe version of Jane Foster, and it might just be a one movie thing, or is she going to be the new Thor going forward after Chris Hemsworth? Um, we'll have to just wait and find out, but that will close out. Uh, Marvel Phase 4, that's just, it's probably the shortest phase in the MCU so far, only two years really, but um, after that, in Phase 5, was where the fun stuff is going to happen, well, more fun stuff, we are getting Guardians of the Galaxy 3, we are getting Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, um, 
and the big one that we're all excited for is Fantastic Four. Yes, we are getting the Fantastic Four. Marvel's first family were joining the MCU along with the X-Men eventually. Um, and Deadpool. There's a bit of a thing going on with Deadpool right now. We're not sure, you know, what they're going to do. I mean, I, th- I think the idea... I mean, Rob Liefeld, the creator of Deadpool, said it himself. Keep Deadpool rated R for the solo stuff. And when he joins in, in team-ups and stuff, keep him PG. Or PG-13, I mean, yeah, PG-13. Don't want to make him too bad, you know. Don't want a repeat of X-Men Origins. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's what we got. Movie news for Marvel. Uh, shows, shows as well. Um, yeah, DC, The all we've really heard is that Black Adam... The production date has been moved back to... They're going to start making it in summer of 2020. I'm really excited for Black Adam. I mean, uh, some of the, the people they've got attached to help make that movie. I'm really excited about it. And after the success of Shazam, and I personally love Shazam, I got it on DVD today. Yes, I still buy DVDs. Um, You know, I and he's such an interesting character in the comics. I think it's going to be done really well, hopefully. um, I mean, we're still getting Wonder Woman 84... Uh, next year or the year after I think it's 2020 or 2021 one or the other really excited for that I mean we're going to get Shazam 2 Aquaman 2 but Jason Momoa is um is after he's, he's trying to protect or def- help you know keep his his homeland in Hawaii uh, you know uh, you know safe from uh, industry and development and stuff like that and he's apparently he's like saying that if you know whatever is happening is happening uh, what like whatever's going on isn't stopped he's not going to do Aquaman 2 and there's a lot of stuff going on there I mean I loved Aquaman I really hope there's another movie but it's down to the people involved uh, hopefully we um, hopefully we get some development on that soon and hopefully it's for the better and not for the worse um yeah so next we got leaks and leaks and stuff but i don't really want to go into that um i i personally try and avoid spoilers as i'm sure most people do uh i've seen bits of leaked uh footage from wonder woman 84 that a while ago uh i won't go into it because i don't want to spoil it for any but i'm just saying you know if, if, if you come across it don't ruin it for others if you want to watch it, you go ahead. But you know nobody wants to have that to have anything ruined, especially when it's still so far away. Um, next, we got Swamp Thing, which was cancelled immediately after it came out. But there was a there was a very muddy issue about that. I mean, it got great, great feedback from the from the audience, and I watched the first episode the day after it came out, and then a while later, I just binged the rest of it when I could, and I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. I'd recommend you just go watch it. It's uh, it's in the same universe as uh, Titans and Doom Patrol and things like that. So, But uh, it's horror-centric. It's produced... Uh, I think James Wan is the producer on it. and you, So you know it's going to be good. Uh, or it, definitely. You know, the the things that got to happen in the show. It follows the main uh, story from the first book of Alan Moore's run, which I have read. Uh, on Swamp Thing, and it has characters like Jason Woodrow, who if you know that name, you know it's pretty important, you got Abby Arcane, who next to Swamp Thing, she's the main character, or in some cases, she's more of a main character, um, you got uh, a bunch of other 
people there for like uh, from the comics but the show was cut short before it could grow you know plant puns intended but i've heard that they were going to go for a few seasons and hopefully spin off into a justice league dark show and i mean maybe one day it'll come back but i'll have to just wait and see uh i'd i'd give the show a solid eight or nine out of ten you know definitely I'd, i'd recommend it to anybody uh the next topic we got is concepts for characters or crossovers which i wanted to say to you guys is daredevil i think he could be introduced into the mcu very well through if you guys haven't seen the end or if you guys haven't seen spider-man far from home which you should by now honestly um you should really skip a skip ahead about a minute or so maybe maybe two just to be safe but uh yeah so spider-man's identity has been revealed and the uh the return of j jonah jameson yay but um people are saying that it could be fixed with the whole scroll thing that's happening but i think bring daredevil in bring matt murdoch and uh he can represent spider-man uh aka peter parker peter parker and they can figure this out and bring it in so i think it's a great way to introduce daredevil and then you know people will want more hopefully because daredevil's a great character and you know get the the netflix character some more love and spotlight um also i've been hearing rumors that doom patrol and uh titans may show up in crisis on infinite earths which if so yay if not that's unfortunate it's a wasted opportunity um and also i think there's a i think there's a chance that by the end of crisis on infinite earths they may just combine all the DC TV um, properties, at least on the CW. I mean, like, you know, so Supergirl would exist in the same Earth as Green Arrow and The Flash. Um, whether they're going to add Titans and Doom Patrol, I don't know, but we'll have to just wait and see. Uh, trailers that we've gotten recently, we've got we've been kind of spoiled for trailers lately. So as we, have, we got The Witcher, as we said, we have the one for Watchmen which is a continuation of the graphic novel uh, storyline set in the modern day. And it was very interesting. I, mean, I, I was, me and, me and a few other people that are big, big Watchmen fans, we were kind of wary about where this was going to go. But it looks like it's in good hands. You know, we'll have to wait and see, obviously. But we even got, uh, we got Silk Spectre and uh, her in her uh, civilian outfit and um she seems to be some sort of detective or something along those lines uh and adrian veidt aka ozymandias who was played by jeremy irons he is perceived as dead by the world but he is still alive and seemingly up to his old tricks and we get a few little grim uh, glimpses at uh, dr manhattan which i was really surprised by but can't wait to see what's going to happen there uh trailer for it chapter two that was very good um you know i'm 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 probably just kind of glossing over all these because i don't want to spoil them i'd register when i read them out i'd say you know you guys go check them out um that is coming out pretty soon actually in a few weeks uh start of september i'm definitely going to go see that one um the horror looks to be turned up to 11 with this one because 
the first one was targeted at scaring kids, whereas this one's going to be targeted at scaring them as adults. So hopefully that means a lot more interesting horror and, you know, Pennywise torturing them. <laughs> uh, Preacher Season 4. Uh, we are already into Preacher Season 4 as of, t- as of the time of recording. But, uh, yeah, we're in the final season, guys. Last last round with Jesse, Cassidy, and Tulip. It's the season itself has been good so far. It felt a little bit slow at the start, but it's getting it's getting good. You know, want to see how it's all gonna come to a close. We got Walking Dead season ten, and you know anyone who knows me has has known that I've been kind of fed up with the Walking Dead for quite a while. But I I always just kind of kept watching it, and the season ten is the first season I'm really really excited to get into because uh, from what they've shown, you know, it looks like it's gonna be really interesting i mean negan is probably the highlight of the, the trailer it looks like they're going to be a lot, a lot of interesting stuff with his character this season and i mean the fact that they had michonne holding lucille i mean that that gives you reason to watch it enough um you got arrow season eight which the trailer for that was mainly just a homage to like the seven years that have been that's been on the air but we're getting to the last season and Stephen amell himself the green arrow said um that you know, Arrow ended in season seven. This is just something different. I forget the rest of the uh, the quote, but like the Arrow, season eight is something else, which I think is really cool. Um, if we got Flash season six, the trailer for that I found rather underwhelming, but I was more confused as to who the guy they were showing uh, was as the villain. I thought they were doing Red Death. They are apparently, but that was a a, a different villain. Uh, I think his name was not Bloodspot or some something like that. I, I read the comic he showed up in in Rebirth. It wasn't one of my favorites but if they you know if they do it well it should be interesting um the season five trailer for supergirl i haven't watched but uh it's it's out there by now i'd say because you know the, the season will be out in a few weeks um but well eight weeks so two months uh i gotta get caught up on supergirl i just kind of lost interest in it i mean even bringing on lex luther was you know it was interesting but i didn't even get that far because i just the, the season just lost me Legends of Tomorrow Season 5, we don't have a trailer, but that is going to be the final season of that show too, it's going to end with Arrow. Um, Constantine, who is one of my favourite comic book characters, he will be in the fourth, or sorry, he's been, he'll be in the fifth season, he's been in the fourth, uh, and he'll kind of round out the show as well, hopefully he's in it as a regular and not a part-time guest. Uh, we got Titan Season 2 trailer, which I thought was really, really cool. Um... The appearances were numerous. We got Aqualad, we got Superboy, we got Crypto, we got Deathstroke, we got Jericho, we got Rose Wilson Ravager, we got Donna uh, Troy, uh, we could, and they also said that Beast Boy will eventually become permanently green, hopefully this season, and he'll turn into more than just a tiger. I liked Titan Season 1, but uh, Season... Or if it, I like Titan season one for the most part, but like some of the episodes were kind of off. I didn't really enjoy some of them. Like the last episode, I enjoyed it for the most part, but it didn't feel like an ending of the season. But uh, yeah, and then we are getting a Joker trailer, Joker trailer two, on August thirtieth or the end of August. The um, the the hype around this movie is is incredible. Like the you know or the tension is palpable. Everyone thinks it's gonna be better than ledger or nothing you know it's it's kind of the the, the thing with the wit the witcher as well there's so much expectation it can either 
surpass that or it, it won't even live up to it. It's going to be one or the other probably. But there's a lot of Oscar buzz around the movie, apparently, according to a few different uh, sources I've seen. But, uh, I mean, I'm excited for it. I can't wait. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is a great actor. Zazie Beetz is going to be in it. You're going to have Robert De Niro. bunch of other good actors. Uh, let's hope for the best, you know. I mean, I saw a really cool picture before. I can't think of the artist to credit them, but it was Heath Ledger. Uh, his Joker kind of... Uh, passing the torch onto Joaquin Phoenix's uh, Joker, saying, like, you know, go get him, brother. I thought that was kind of cool. But, um, yeah, I mean, we we are in the age of the comic book, you know. the It's it's everywhere. You got, you, obviously, the MCU is dominating it, but I'd, as a massive DC fan, I hope they kind of get their stuff together, you know, soon. Because the TV stuff for, for DC is pretty good, you know, for, as a whole. But the movies, they got to figure it out. You know, I really liked Wonder Woman, loved Aquaman, loved Shazam. You know, the other movies I like parts of. You know, the other ones I, I don't really like them all completely. I'd say the only other one in the DCEU that I like, you know, mostly would be probably Man of Steel. But, I mean, even Justice League. It's a, you know, as a massive Justice League fan, you know, you wanted more, but... It was it was great to just see those characters sharing the screen, which was really cool. But uh, hopefully, we get something to resolve that soon. The uh, the rest of the news, I think, can wait. The oh no, we got through everything. <laughs> the uh, that's everything we got for today. But um, yeah, I'd like to remind you guys just to. Look for look for the podcast on Instagram at Stay of the Multiverse. Uh, we should be on YouTube. Um, I just gotta put this up there too. Make sure everyone can access it wherever they need to, wherever they want to. I should say. Um, yeah, thank you to everybody who's who's listening. Um, if you know, if eventually this podcast gets down the line, you know, if the, if people are coming back to the first episode. Hope you guys enjoy enough to listen more. Obviously, the people that are listening for the first time as I'm releasing this will obviously, you know, you guys should keep listening anyway, hopefully. But, uh, yeah. Uh, this is the conclusion of the first episode of Stay of the Multiverse with me, your host, Reese. And I really hope you guys enjoyed it. I've had a fun time making this, and it's been in development for quite a while. Uh, I th- I think, you know, as we progress, we're gonna get a lot quicker with these, and we're gonna churn them out more. And then, obviously, the more news that comes out, and the more rumors and stuff, preferably that's confirmed, comes out, we'll bring it up. And I, you know, like I said at the start, if you guys got any questions or topics you guys want to hear me and any guests that I bring on here talk about, send them. You know, direct message through uh through Instagram. That would be the the easiest for for me to get back to you guys and stay in touch uh but yeah so send away and obviously so i i think maybe next week uh or next episode i should say we will talk about um my i think like some some of my personal favorite alternate universes in comic books though like the the universes where something occurred slightly different or very different you know that and what the impact of that 
and there's a few I can already think of that I think you guys will really enjoy listening to. Some of you probably already know them, but um, for anybody that is newly introduced to them, I, you know, when, when we go through it, I hope it makes you interested enough to pick up a comic book or find it online or something like that. Yeah, so I think that we'll just about wrap it up for this first ever episode of State of the Multiverse. And um, yeah, ho- hope to hope to bring you guys back for next time. This has been your host, Reese. Good night.